It's time for Larry Knows Parts. I'm your host, Larry the Bang! It is Tuesday, July 7th. 2020! Happy morning to you all! Happy morning to all of us, but especially a happy morning to the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes has signed a 10-year extension worth above $450 million. How much above, we don't know. But I would guess below $500 because otherwise they would say above $500 million. Something like $470-something million. It's a lot of money. So he's going to average about $45 million a year. It will be the largest contract in sports history. Well-deserved because Mahomes is already a Super Bowl champ. Already an MVP, and already looks like he is going to be an all-time great. We have talked about quarterback salaries before on this show and what a team should do to make sure they have the right amount of quarterback juice efficiently allocated within their cap. So there are three things you want. You want... Either a, a great up-and-coming quarterback, maybe even already great, like in the case of Mahomes, he is still on his rookie contract. So you want an all-time great that's... Or, sorry. You want an up-and-coming great on their rookie deal because that is a, 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 a very team-friendly deal. You want an all-time great and you pay him whatever. That's Mahomes after next year, getting $45 million a year. So Mahomes now, very good quarterback up and coming on his rookie deal. Amazingly cap-friendly, lets you spend whatever. You're still willing to pay a guy like Mahomes $45 million once he goes beyond his rookie contract. Or you want a solid veteran at a very low deal, like what the New England Patriots have with Cam Newton. What you do not want is a solid veteran on a large deal. A solid veteran who is not an all-time great on a large deal. Like Flacco or uh, 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 Tannehill in Tennessee now. That's where you don't get the nice efficiency. So, looks like KC will be a, a good team for a long time. Probably favorites to repeat as Super Bowl champs. All right, some bubble news. The NHL has announced that their play-in tournament will begin on August 1st. The hub cities are not official, but it's looking like it's going to be Toronto and Edmonton. And Toronto will host the the games in the Eastern Conference. Edmonton will host the games in the Western Conference. And for the finals and conference finals, they'll all go to Edmonton. Edmonton is a city that has not had trouble with the coronavirus. And Toronto has already, 
you know, had a little bit of a peak, but then l- mitigated it pretty well. And now they're doing very well. So they should be safe. A bunch of players have tested positive like they have in other leagues. But, you know, those those guys will isolate. Uh, they'll probably test again before going to the bubble and then test maybe every other day. So it looks like the NHL is going to do a good job. The Rangers, of course, will play the Carolina Hurricanes in Toronto starting August 1st or some date near then. Uh, The one interesting little factor is that the lottery draw for the first pick in next year's or this coming NHL entry draft is going to one of the eight teams that gets eliminated in the play-in rounds. So that would conclude the Rangers if they lost to Carolina. I don't think you play for it because the second lottery drawing that will determine that first pick is you you got a 12.5% chance of winning that draw. So better for the Rangers to actually try to beat Carolina. And I think they can as the 11 seed against the 5 seed. Um, but silver lining if they lose because the the top player in on everybody's draft board for this coming NHL draft, Lafenrier, uh, you know, Pierre Lafenry. I'm, I'm forgetting his first name, but he is looking like an all-time prospect. And uh, if the Rangers got him along with their young core, watch out, world. All right, other bubble news. In uh, Orlando, where MLS has been conducting their bubble and is ready to start play next week. I think in their playoff tournament, FC Dallas has 10 players who have tested positive. They are isolated, but because of the timing, unfortunately, they won't be ready and conditioned by the time the playoffs start. So they are just uh, exiting and not going to participate. Unfortunate. And uh, a warning to all these other leagues trying to conduct their bubbles. I I think they're doing a good job. And, And MLS, I think, did a good job as best as they could. Um, but you got to make sure everybody before going to the bubble is negative. And once they're, they're isolated and anybody who tests positive ones in the bubble gets quarantined into another part of the hotel. Lots of, uh, lots of intricacies and things you got to do of that nature to make sure everything's going right. So let's again, hope for the best when the NHL resumes, when the uh, Orlando bubble for the NBA resumes when baseball resumes. They're not actually doing a bubble. I think they're going to have home games in their actual stadiums. So we'll see. We'll see what traveling is like. Uh, NBA teams, all players who have not tested positive in their pre travel tests will be traveling to Orlando this week. Um, I'll, I'll keep you updated with news as we get it. I will keep you appraised. So, you know, this is going to be a learning experience for all these leagues. And as it relates to the Knicks, will they uh, decide to join the second Delete 8 bubble if they decide to do it in September? You know, I think they should not make a decision yet. Let's see how things go in these other bubbles. And come September, who knows what the virus will look like Maybe we'll be in a second wave. Hopefully not. Um, but, uh, you know, things things on the ground can change. 
and uh, it looks like they also don't want to participate because they they want to make sure they could bring up a lot of young players and G-leaguers. That says to me that a lot of the one-year deals that they signed last offseason that uh, are up for, that have team options or non-guaranteed uh, contracts for this coming season, it sounds like the Knicks don't plan on exercising a lot of them, which is good. I do not want Alfred Payton around. I don't want Bobby Portis on his current contract around. If they bring him back, okay, whatever. Not Alfred Payton. That's Portis, of course. Uh, uh, Wayne Ellington, you, you probably don't keep around. Reggie Bullock, you definitely keep around because he's only going to be earning $4 million. Uh, other players of that ilk, Taj Gibson, well, maybe, we'll see. I, I like having him around. I, I, If they bring Thibodeau in as the coach, I am sure the Knicks will keep Taj Gibson around because Tibbs and Taj love each other. Uh, all right, that's it, folks. Uh, I'll, I'll be keeping an eye on those bubbles. I'll be keeping an eye on the New York Knicks coaching search. And as we get more and more confirmation about dates, of the restart of the NHL season and the start of the MLB season. Uh, we'll be in good shape and sports are uh, coming. I, of course, am at Larry the Athlete on social media. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. That's Facebook. That's Bumble. That's LinkedIn. That's Pinterest. That's that's uh, NYC.gov. Make sure you check me out. And if you're listening to this podcast, make sure you subscribe. That really helps. Uh, thank you. May all your dreams be hoop dreams, and may the rest of your days be days of thunder. Good morning.